0: welcome to zine thursday i am your host logar the barbarian joined by jared crater the co-owner of space penguin inc and sometimes editor at large welcome hi
1: how's it going
0: it's good it's good now you've edited a couple things that folks may have heard of in the past is that is that correct
1: what, one one, or two, or almost <laughs> 500. Um, I am uh, editor in chief uh, on, on Mothership uh, over with Tuesday Night Games. Um, I have edited a bunch, a bunch, of bunch of stuff for Melsonian Arts Council, most notably Troika uh, and Acid Death Fantasy and Fronds of Benevolence and Ruinous Palace of the Metagorgos. Um, I was on the editorial team on Mork Worg*. got a bunch of uh, any awards and other awards uh, under my belt from books I've uh, been lucky enough to work on. Um, Yeah, last count of approaching 500. So 500 published credits.
0: That's that's impressive. That's impressive. Now, what is Space Penguin Inc.? I'm curious.
1: Um, So Space Penguin Inc. is me breaking out of the shell. I am coming out from being the behind the scenes person um it's my girlfriend Debbie and I's new company um it is named after our oldest cat um Itty bitty the space penguin kitty she passed a couple of weeks back
0: oh i'm sorry
1: and thanks um she was a she was a trooper and she won't be forgotten like she uh, she's got a company named after her, and we have to live up to her ideals. Uh, she had little gray paw, and we called it the Gray Toe of Doom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, and our focus with the, with Space Penguin Inc. is just continuing the work that I've done with a lot, a lot of really cool folks um, over the years, and doing it for me this time. Um, I'm still doing freelancing for any and all companies. That sort of stuff, you know. I work with a lot of folks. Um, but, um, I felt like it was time to do one for me. Um, and I think a lot of, uh, my peers and some mentors were kind of tired of me being like, when's my turn? (laughs) This is the thing I said a lot. And then, um, yeah, they finally all just pushed at the same time. Uh, and so made a bunch of strategic partnerships, um, with a bunch of creators who I've worked with, um, over the years. Mm -hmm. And we are getting ready to launch soon. I think maybe about the time that this episode airs, we will be up and running. Uh, the website is SpacePenguin.inc. We're going to have Skirmish Miniatures Games, uh, partnering with Will at Forbidden Psalm uh, mm-hmm. to do Dread Nights. It's going to be our one of our launch titles. i um, working with... For a reissue of Beyond the Silver Scream, a dcc third party book. I gotta get everybody's because they'll be mad. Um Cade Kreitz uh working with them on to release a Troika third-party module called Garden of corda uh where your players go inside this giant's this dead giant's heart. And then we have Adrift coming from Disaster Tourism Games. It's a cool. mothership third party. Um, I'm sure you've met Curbs before oh uh, yes work,
0: definitely right working, working with them <laughs> on a
1: drift and we have a we have a bunch of plans for the entirety of the world that puck that a that drift has takes place in the puck sector and then last but certainly not least is uh distress signals by reese carter uh and and a and gaggle folks um that is uh, Ros uh and Holly and uh, Eric Hill, and that's a Mothership third party, and that's a bunch of derelict ships or ship. You know, you get distress signals, and you it's it's like a lot of drop and play. Reese also did um, Dead in the Water, that was released under Exalted Funeral. Uh, when I worked with them there, um, and Dead in the Water has become one of those hot tips for like how do you get new players into Mothership, and it's like you throw Dead in the Water on because it's a ship, and there's two ways to run it. But yeah, so that's kind of what we're doing. We're doing a lot of cool books with a lot of cool folks and working towards, um, I, I mentioned it when we were chatting on, on Discord and stuff um, about um, working towards a a, a a better share of royalties uh, and, mm-hmm. and equity when it comes to products. I've been a background person, you know, editing a bit of you know design layout cleanup stuff here and there i would never call myself a, a graphic designer but i can, I know enough inside layout programs to not break stuff too much <laughs> um and then i do some writing but primarily editing but i've been a bi- background behind the scenes person and much like all creative endeavors you 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 get the names on the front of the book whether they're the writer or the artist and stuff like that and just over time I just have grown to want to change like the dynamic of how that, how, of how that works of how members of the creative team get paid, whether, you know, and how they initially get paid and then longevity with royalties and stuff um, after the fact. One, one cool thing we're doing is each book is essentially a, a mini partnership with um, the creative teams uh, and everybody gets a say in, in how we're, in the, in the print run numbers and and, and how we're doing them um we, we're partnering with brand fox warehouse for the united states and rest of the world and then um with igloo tree uh, in the uk they'll be handling our stuff exclusively for uk and then with Jan uh, at all the problems in this world in Berlin to handle EU working towards a space penguin Australia sometime in 2024. Um, so yeah, we're just trying to do what we can and 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 attempt new things and just different ways of how we're paying our collaborators. Like I, I call everyone to work with a collaborator because I'm not. There are some instances where where we've hire where someone's just like i would just like to be hired as just this person and then so we pay them in the traditional sense of you're editing here's your word rate and you get paid for that and then that's cool but we have been trying to do a little bit here and there of getting more people more royalties or repaying them on subsequent print runs if something if something's moving a thousand copies well we want everybody on that creative team to kind of get paid a little bit more money Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking a lot of the inspiration from independent comics, uh, and what James Tinney and the fourth has been doing with 3W3M, all the and the and the substack regime that a lot of these indie creators have been doing. James writes a lot of like high profile tiles for image and DC and Marvel and stuff like that, but also owns all of that stuff. And that kind of sticks with the image ethos from way back in the early '90s when we were kids, and yeah. you know, going going to that stuff. And yeah, I, I draw a lot of inspiration from from comic books. So.
0: Yeah. And- I know I'm familiar with what Image did back in the 90s, and it, that was the early 90s, wasn't it? That's that's uh, that, yes. that they started popping out. Let's say it was that like 91, 92-ish, 92. Was, uh, 92,
1: like I went to uh, Chicago Comic Con, and uh, had um, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I skipped, I had McFarlane sign my spawn shirt, I skipped Liefeld because his line was too long, and, and then I had Jim Valentino sign Shadowhawk. Hawk. Uh, it's <laughs> oh, funny because Valentino Shadowhawk. is. (laughs) Valentino is still like you know part of the, the, and and those guys all are that you know in some ownership here and there. But Valentino is still you know one of the main guys on the back end. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, uh, image, uh, image itself kind of was the superstars of Marvel and DC. uh Not happy with the fact that pretty much everything they made was someone else's, so they broke away and started their own imprint where they could hold on to the rights. Yep. of what they had created essentially exactly so i think that that's like i'm not sure how many folks listening are aware of that history or not but I, yeah. some of that i wasn't aware of at the time when it was going on the business structure and stuff wasn't exactly something that i was paying attention to when i was a kid picking up comics reading them <laughs>
1: and 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 a lot of that so it's there's like there's been this rebirth within mean in the last few years with kirkman's success with the walking dead and skybound entertainment and all of that and so now what we're seeing is uh, a lot of younger younger whatever that's relative uh independent creators getting and again i don't know image i don't work there or anything like that this (laughs) is what i see from the outside is i see a lot of creators getting these short five to ten issue series to tell their stories And if the story gets told and the, and people really, 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 really love it, then they get another run at it or they get another spot like in a year or two to do another thing. But it's like, it's like a a nice talent pool again, um, to really kind of push stuff down here, actually in the city next door to where I live, uh, over in Fort Myers, there is a company called Scout Comics and they're, kind of new and a lot of people haven't heard of them but they're doing the same sort of thing they're they're getting a lot of different voices and a lot of different creative teams and they're doing products and and pushing lines because they want to get that next thing into you know whatever works in in, claw piece of the entertainment marketplace out and they're doing it like i said in in the fashion of working with people and giving them 5, 10, 12 issues to tell their story and then the next thing you know that, that story gets picked up and it goes on and somebody else gets some other thing you know yeah. run by a bunch of guys who have been in the, in the background you know what I'm saying who have been in the back end of the machine for so long
0: So <laughs> yeah now let's talk a little bit about some because Zine Thursday I'm sure folks want to hear about some Zines I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited a few of the ones that I've seen that you got coming out especially some of that mothership stuff because we've been running mothership We got a mothership game. We started a few weeks back. Hopefully, it'll be a long running one. The approach we're taking is that we're going to tag team the warden duties. So Mm -hmm. I'm running a few now. Actually, what I'm running is my own adventure. I'm not running anybody else. Oh, nice. (laughs) Oh, good. Hope I started with uh, Prospero's dream. I'm sorry, Pound Mm -hmm. of Flesh, Mm -hmm. and then we kind of like they took a lead and bit went to a direction of one that I've been working on, but. The idea is that we want to run a bunch of different modules and take turns running our little our group of characters we have running through here every week and hopefully make it a long one. So I'm excited about some of these. I'm definitely gonna be trying to pick up some of these uh mothership ones, especially you've got coming out. This is uh I'm trying to say distress signals, and then mm-hmm. and then you have the I know that Kirby did one as well mm-hmm. that was Ad- called a drift.
1: Ad- Ad- um and that name is shamelessly borrowed from uh, a Harlan Ellison story about the Wolfman, Larry Talbot from the old Wolfman movies. Uh, Curbs added in the, uh, they added in all the, the digits, the the code of wherever the ship's at, you know, or the, wherever the, yeah, the ship is at.
0: But yeah, that <laughs> one's,
1: that one's, um, we have some, we have some sprawling plans We're we're keeping that one kind of under wraps, but it's, it's uh, if, if the reception is good with it, it's that same same sort of thing. It's like once folks get it and they play it, if they if they like it, then we'll be able to add you know add more stuff in that shared pocket of the universe. So.
0: Yeah. Well, Kirby was on here, and I did the introduction. We had this discussion before I did the episode. We did the Wobblies and Wizards episode, talking about a drift, and uh, I said, okay, I'm going to try to do the entire title, which is with the. Two nine nine point one point one one two. It was quite a, quite an attempt. I, I accomplished it, but it, nice. it, it took a little it was a bit. It did not roll off the tongue, we'll say.
1: But it it <laughs> tends to not. That's why I think we're we just calling a a drift. Uh, yeah, Kerbs was. They were giving me some grief about like that title's really long. You have to say it all now, and I was like, I don't think I can, friend. <laughs>
0: I accomplished it. I said it on. I may be the only person to accomplish it yet. Yeah, I'll ask her. Here we go. <laughs> what can you tell us? Uh, tell us about distress signals, because I'm curious about that one. Mm-hmm. Actually, so
1: so that one is uh, it's it's a it's spreads of ships. Um, so each one you mm-hmm. your That's players a- are in outer space. It's it's intended as that drop in sort of situation, uh, so pe- players can pick up. Sorry, wardens can pick it up and they'll be able to drop in, you know, oh, you get this stress signal and it comes through and each one's a a little bit different. And then they get to the ship and then there's a situation on the ship, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes pirates, sometimes, you know, horror, mystery type, you know, deep Mm -hmm. stuff, Um, sometimes just empty.
0: Now let me uh, I wanna make a I wanna ask a question or maybe make a distinction when you say spreads of ships. Cause I'm gonna go back to some games I've played in the past and when I get ship stats, it's for a very tactical type of thing. But this is mm-hmm. probably I'm assuming from what I'm seeing and looking at, think of these ships more like, closer to a dungeon than maybe the yep. is that the way we should
1: Yep, exactly. That's um that's part of when when Reese writes those things like that's what when, when he did um Dead in the Water last year it kind of came out of nowhere I, I worked with them editorially on that one and we dead in the water it's it's a ship here's all of the locations and here's the thing and it's presented two ways to actually run it and with distress signals it's in, it's in that similar format mm-hmm. here's a ship here's the floor plan the deck the deck plan of it and then, you know, go about the situation.
0: When you say two ways to run it, could you expand on that a little so, bit?
1: Uh, so Dead in the Water has a, a dirty way and a clean way. The dirty way is all of the previous inhabitants of the ship uh, are dead. They've already been taken over by the horror You know, and adapted. I don't mm-hmm. want to give it away in case somebody's <laughs> listening who, pull, who wants who's, ends up playing in it. So they kind of do that. And then the other way is the dirty way is where where the other inhabitants of the ship are still active and like, so they're sort of in a, like an active firefight situation against whatever this, uh, this horror is that's taken over. So it's, it's kind of nice. It's, it's nice if you're, if the tone of your game is a little more mystery, horror oriented, you know, a little bit calmer, then you can run it clean. Like it's spooky. it's goes, you know, fog, every, everything's dead and we're trying to figure it out. Or if you want a more high octane, Combat situation, you can definitely run it the the dirty way with the with everything happening.
0: And I'll be a hundred percent honest. I'm, I'm I'm mostly asking these questions because I'm curious about it and like, right. I'm of Like, oh, wait a minute, this sounds like a useful book. But if I'm mm-hmm. understanding correctly. There's multiple ships in there, correct? Not just the um,
1: in, in distress signals, there are going to be there are is it five total? Yeah, there's five, I believe there's five total,
0: and you can just kind of drop them any of them into any campaign in different conditions, yep. right? So that sounds like really useful if you're running a mothership campaign or if you want to do a one shot, yeah,
1: absolutely. And that's the it's the goal when we, we, we when uh, Reese started working on that. When we were just like, yeah, no, we've got to. It's we see a lot of asks for it on the mothership server and and other places. And Reese is pretty solid, pretty good at writing up uh, a quick situation. And then Roz did a great job uh, with editorial. Holly did a great job with the art. Um, it's very much the the art. You you can see it there. You know the art spreads like they're very very much. Here's the ship or or the station in space uh and so it's very evocative it gives you that kind of exterior uh view and then um the interior maps that are there's the there's the ship
0: yeah it, it's the art's really nice especially yeah. the art that I'm seeing is well that is uh let me see here the the spaceships here are are gorgeous they're just <laughs> really well done. I'm curious who did those? Did you say who did those? Uh Holly Jenka. We're coming close to time. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see if there's any of the other zines and publications you have coming out that maybe we might want to touch on before we close up.
1: Um well no, I mean I'm I'm good with uh with with hitting on the because <laughs> because well, that makes that that works with what um uh, with, with what you're, with where what you're playing uh right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean you do quick kits on them um so uh forbidden solemn dread nights uh is the next one in the forbidden psalm series from from will Raman. Mm-hmm. uh those skirmish miniatures uh miniatures agnostic. so if you you don't have to have you know all of the particular minis for it i ran um two promo games of it at gary con and i realized oh shit, i've got four players instead of just the usual two So it's co-op, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, I need more! I need more things to be vampires." Because so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's gothic horror. So we've got you know vampires and werewolves. Oh my, etc. So I just ended up pulling out a bunch of random little minis that uh, that i'd had and a bunch of meeples and stuff it's a skirmish game but it lends itself to a to a narrative bit and definitely that's the intent and uh, forbidden psalm itself the first books uh, were very much inspired by mort ward uh and it's definitely a lineage there after two years and this will be the 17th release in the series total um, is it really yeah of, well, the, there, there were,
0: of the forbidden song series
1: yeah so there's oh wow yeah so there's there have been a bunch of zines um but like smaller mm-hmm. some of them are yes. uh quick scenarios some of them are character backgrounds more weapons and stuff but yeah there've there have been um this will be 17 or 18 and there's much more planned so that's cool and then uh beyond the silver screen is a classic that was released several years ago by Forrest Aguirre, and it is a DCC zero level funnel where your characters uh, are at they go to a movie it's like the 1970s man and they go to the <laughs> they go to the movie and then the person that that they have a crush on gets like kidnapped by these cultists and it goes, it's, it's a whole really great, it's a great story. It's one of my favorite models from back in the day. Uh, And I'm working on, on a few more new releases with forest, but that one has been out of print for a while. uh, And there were a bunch of people were asking for it on the Goodman games website and other places like that. So forest licensed it to me. We did, uh, we did some edits and some, fresh stuff in it and that one's exciting and then the other one is for troika uh garden of corda like i said that that's the one it's it's beautiful painted art that Cade did um the design and development uh was helped along by christian kessler and christian is the guy who if you've ever picked up any of the troika books or the melsonian arts council books that are oh, yeah. in the troika vein in in the past eight years <laughs> that's ck's dress trade dress they they down to the font choices and the design style on a, or that whole feel. he actually i got a shameless plug he actually <laughs> and it might it might be when it's going on right now his um first full-length written book long shot city which is troika superheroes oh um, my <laughs> should should be out when this podcast is dropping so uh i would be remiss i helped him uh we did weekly development sessions for that for a year while he was writing that and uh ck is one of my good buds and uh i'm excited to see that come out so um he worked with uh he worked with Cade on designing garden of corda and it's a it's a nice slim little volume that um it actually once you dig dig into it because you can actually roll that one over into mothership pretty easily too and we might do some we've, we've we've talked about doing a A coloring book edition with that eventually because Kate's their their art is so amazing and wonderful, and we're we're discussing pulling all the color out of it and and doing it like on some nice cardstock and then some newsprint uh, on the interior pages. So
0: I want to thank you for coming on. We're about out of time. Could you tell the folks who are listening where they should go on the internet to either find you or, or or find Space Penguin Inc.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's space, space penguin. Inc. Uh, normally it would be at space penguin inc. Com, but we went with a high level domain. Thank you, Mikey Lombardi. Mikey suggested we, we look at top level domains and we found dot Inc, which is for creative, uh, creative printing and tattoos. And I was like, like Oh, things I like good. So um, <laughs> yeah. So space penguin. Inc. Um, and then we have Twitter and the Facebooks and Instagram and all that stuff. Um, over the next couple of weeks as we launch which again will once this drops we probably will have been launched um we're going to be doing a marketing campaign and so we'll be kind of out there but yeah spacepenguin.inc is the best place to go to sign up um for our newsletter and as things are coming through and then you know, if you're in the U.S. and rest of the world, whatever, you can pick up our books from there. And then we'll also have redirects to our U.K. partners and our EU partners. And then looking in the next year or two to add more, you know, add more retailers uh, on different continents as we go. So
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much for stopping by. It's been great getting a chance to talk and hear from you.
1: Well, cool. thank you for having me. I super, super appreciate it.
0: No doubt. Uh, you can find me uh, at Logar Hale Crom on Twitter or TikTok or even Patreon. Uh, and as always, keep those dice rolling.